cravings and triggers will happen. Urges, cravings, and triggers, a lot of family recovery supports feel like if someone struggling with substance use disorders are having urges, cravings, and triggers, that means they aren't going hard enough on their recovery. And that ain't true. It's the same for the person that may just be on a diet. They're going to have difficult times. They're going to have, look, if I'm on a diet, which I'm not, but if I'm on a diet and I went to KFC, and y'all know I love mac and cheese. I went to KFC. You know, I ain't finna blow my diet on that nasty mac and cheese. But I'm back home. I'm back in Lauderdale, Deerfield, Miami. I'm around my people, the barbecue. The mom makes some mac and cheese. I think it's going to be more difficult for me not to resist that trigger urge craving to blow my diet. You get it? So what I'm saying basically is people that's struggling with substance use disorder is going to have urges, cravings, and triggers because they're normal. So we got the prefrontal cortex that we talked about, the hippocampus, right? Now I want to end with the reward system, right? And what the reward system does is the reward system motivates you to repeat behaviors because it remembers the reward you got from last time you did the behavior. It's kind of like being thirsty as an example. If I'm thirsty and I drink a nice cold glass of water, don't act like you've never been real thirsty. If I'm thirsty and I drink a nice cold glass of water and then fast forward the next week, I'm thirsty again. The reward system kicks in and says, do you remember what you did last week when you felt this way? Do you remember when you grab that cup of water, you drink that cup of water, the energy you got? immediately right so what the reward system in this case is doing is motivating me to repeat that behavior because it remembers the feeling and we talk about dopamine right it remembers the feeling i got from that behavior last time i did it when i felt that right so yeah of course i'm going to drink water i remember how i felt last week when i drink water and i was real thirsty talking about a boost of energy but let's twist this plot a little bit Let's say I'm thirsty today and I drink Hawaiian punch instead, right? I'm talking a can. Yeah, I know about it. I'm talking, I'm talking a can. And I drink the Hawaiian punch and I get, let's play with numbers, a 20 plus spike in pleasure. Let's call it a 20 in pleasure. Feeling good. Ooh, that tastes good. Mind you, I drink the water. I get a 10 in pleasure. You know, it ain't got no taste. You know what I mean? But it get the job done. So now the reward system kicks in later down the road. Say, Ron, you remember when you was thirsty? You remember what you did last time? Yeah, I got some water. Yeah, and that gave you a 10. But you remember what happened when you got the Hawaiian punch? You talking about the can? Yeah. That gave you a 20. So now you're stuck between this rock and this hard place to an extent. So I'm thirsty. I can either pick the water. That's going to probably give me a 10% pleasure, 10 in pleasure. Or I can drink the Hawaiian punch. That's going to give me a 20 in pleasure. But before you choose, though, Ron, understand that the Hawaiian punch comes with consequences. Red dye, unartificial flavors, a lot of sugar in it. It may not consequence you now, but if you keep this up, it will later down the road. We talked about it, right? Immediate gratification 
results and long-term consequences, right? It's so much easier for me to say, man, boom, hey, Hawaiian punch, boom, tastes better, feel better, got a little taste to it, red dye, man, sugar. Versus the water that probably ain't going to give you the most fulfillment, but it comes with no consequences, though. It actually comes with effort. I may have to just drink two cups just to match the same pleasure I got with the Hawaiian punch. And we talking to can now. No, my can, my Pepsi's can. Sunkiss can. Everything in a can. Man, look, I really hope y'all took something from this, man. Look, people that are struggling with substance use disorders are fighting for their lives every single day. And when it comes to this reward system, you may have someone that's struggling with substance use disorders that may be in severe depression and they may drink. And we know immediate gratification results in long-term consequences, but in that time, it worked. It buried feelings, right? The depressive thoughts are no longer there. It is numb and buried. And the next week comes. And depression may seep in again. And the reward system says, do you remember what you did when you felt this way last time? Yeah, I drank. Yeah, I used. Now, do you remember how you felt? Do you remember you felt good immediately? Now, we know immediate gratification will always result in long-term consequences. But if you are someone struggling with addiction, I got a message for you. I'm here. I stand with you. Yep, I stand with you. And you got two choices. Like, we know, we know, we know. You can lose everything over one thing, or you can give up one thing to gain everything. You can do anything in the world you want. Just don't drink and drug. This Ron Burgess motivation. I hope you really took something from this. Look, addiction is considered a family and brain disease. Subscribe. Next episode, we're really going to dive into some stuff, right? We're going to dive into the six roles that individuals typically take on when you have one addicted loved one in a family system. Ron Burgess motivation. Catch you on the next episode.